Hello, this is Penn Gillette. If I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. The Libra Cube. That is a podcast we haven't heard yet. Might be good, might be terrible. The Libro Cube Podcast with host Jordan Maywood. All right, here we go. This comes to us from our good friend Jordan Maywood. You call hamburger steamed ham. Yes. Hello, welcome to the LibroCube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood and I am the uh, lackadaisical LibroCubicalist. This show, what is going on? Well, I decided uh, that I'm going to prep for it uh, while I am talking uh, in an order to do it quickly and make better use of my time is my thought. So that is what I've done. Yay. Basically, my prep involves... Um, my show notes, you, if you look at the episode description, my show notes are that plus links to say a movie, uh, uh IMDB link or a link to the Wikipedia of a game. <clears throat> and that's uh, just about it. And of course the sponsors, the loving sponsors that come in each and every week and shower me with their love in the form of, well, love and also dollars, dollar, dollar bills y'all uh yeah so that's basically all it is um and you know what i'm sort of looking forward to uh post episode 600 i've sort of been teasing this on and off the last couple episodes because i'm excited about it will be no show notes yeah it's just gonna be uh, might even not even have show names uh, titles might just be uh, uh episode 601 enjoy this is episode 602 don't enjoy don't listen to this uh yeah so uh we'll, we'll see how that goes uh, but i am excited uh i think what i should do in an effort of time uh, i'm talking about time because uh from uh, you know i'll give you behind the scenes action as i like to do from time to time <laughs> time 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 timekeeper would goddamn love this episode uh let you know that from my perspective it is 6 31 a.m on a Saturday, and at 9 a.m., uh, I have a D&D session that uh, uh, not only am I uh, running it, but it's also my own uh, campaign, so, you know, I gotta be, uh, gotta be on the ball, got a bunch of prep to do, and uh, get my ducks in a row, D&D and D, Dungeons and Dragons and Ducks, basically. So what I'm going to do is push a button that will start uh, our first segment. That's another thing. We won't have post-episode 600 segments. We'll be gone. Oh, Or yay. Movie monologue. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Minotaur Maze Installation. Thank you for that sponsorship. All right, just have two movies for you today. First is a title that... Titles like this I really don't like. Uh, and I mean the actual title. Because they don't tell you anything. And they're hard to remember. And just, you know, don't do it. Things Heard and Seen from 2021. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, 
ridiculous. Uh, this would fall into the horror genre uh, as uh, I watched it with the missus, and that is her genre of choice. An artist relocates to the Hudson Valley and begins to suspect that her marriage has a sinister darkness, one that rivals her new home's history. Oh. Yeah, sort of a, a haunted, ghosty, housey kind of thing. Um, combined with uh, uh, the drama of a, a marriage potentially and eventually falling apart. Yeah, that's as accurate as anything. Uh, starring, oh shoot, what's this girl's name? She's good. Uh, Amanda Seafried. Is that how you say your name? I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say it before. Uh, yeah, she was actually really good. Uh, 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 I don't know why I say the word actually there to uh, quantify it in some way. But no, she's just uh, she was good. Uh, rating wise, I think solid three, maybe three plus. If you're unfamiliar with my rating scale, uh, a three out of five is enjoyed while watching, but probably wouldn't watch again. And once you know the sort of uh, 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 twist and turns of this movie, of which there are a few, um, I, I really don't think uh, I will be watching this in the future. However, uh, uh, those aforementioned twists and turns, uh, uh, there were times where <clears throat> I did not quite know what was uh, going to happen next, which for me, uh, particularly in horror, uh, this actually, I noticed the Imdis's mystery as well, which uh, I suppose is accurate. Uh, that always ends up giving a, a, a sort of a higher mark in general, I have found uh, anecdotally. Mm, words. All right, I uh, just have two movies for this particular movie monologue. Uh, the second being The Maze Runner from 2014. Mm. Thomas is deposited in a community of boys after his memory is erased, soon learning they're all trapped in a maze that will require him to join forces with fellow runners, I did air quotes there, for a shot at escape. I, is this based, you know, let me, I, I suppose I could just, you know, Google this. Um, is this based on a book is my question. Runner books? I feel like it is. Yeah. Okay, so does have that sort of, uh, 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 what are they called, tween novels? No, that's a, young adults, YA novels. does have that sort of feel, uh, like your Harry Potters, like your uh, very much reminiscent of, oh shit, what the hell is it called? Mockingjay, you know, those ones. Hunger Games, very, very Hunger Games-esque. Uh, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it is definitely a thing. Uh, and... This falls into a, a sad category for me, uh, which is movies that I started watching and then realized I had already seen, <laughs> which hasn't, uh, it doesn't happen very often for the reason that I have this friggin' podcast. So if I'm not sure if I ha uh, seen a movie, I just type the movie's title into my email address. And then if a, uh, 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 an email pops up that says, you know, podcast number 527, uh, Maze Runner, uh, then I'll know I've watched it. But there was, uh, you may recall, if a, such a thing as a long-term listener exists, first of all, wow, that's impressive. Uh, I love you, you weirdo. And uh, secondly, there was a time... Uh, it was post episode 300 
um, where I was between houses and between jobs because uh, uh, the missus and I had purchased the home we're currently living in and it was a sort of classic uh, uh, builder saying uh, it's going to be ready at this date and oh no wait it's not going to be ready until this date uh, in, in fact they pushed it uh, the maximum amount legally allowed before they had to start paying us. <laughs> That's how far they push, pushed back. Uh, so, you know, that wasn't great. Uh, so there was a time where uh, I had that going and then it was also, uh, between jobs for, uh, for a time as well. Uh, and living at my uncle's, uh, the missus was living at her in-laws and I was living at my uncle's. Um, so there was a time where I wasn't recording things and this may have slipped into that period. Uh, this also falls in the category of just not very good. Uh, rating wise, like two and change. I, I, it's just, it's not so bad. It's good. And there's definitely some cool visuals, so, uh, some cool, uh, uh, sets, uh, some cool scenes. Um, uh, but, but overall as a, as a movie, it just doesn't like it never really grabbed my interest a, a great degree. Uh, there, this is a trilogy as well. Uh, it's kind of funny that I mentioned, uh, uh, living with my uh, aunt and uncle there for a bit because, uh, uh, he was the one who sort of, uh, uh, recommended this said, yeah, you know, it's just a dumb, uh, sort of actiony movie, which I, I suppose going in with that sort of mind frame. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's factually accurate. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think I'll try to proceed to see where, uh, where it takes us now that, uh, spoiler, which is sort of interesting in a maze runner series. Um, after one movie of a trilogy, they're already out of the maze. Ooh, big spoiler. So what do they do with the rest of the trilogy? Do they have to go back in the maze in the third one? Probably, right? You, you have to assume. You gotta assume. Uh, Alright, so let's push a button and start the segment. Television Talk. M-O-O-N spells today's Television Talk sponsor. Thank you for that sponsorship. All right, have a, a television miniseries. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, titled The Stand. Oh, I think I mentioned that uh, the Mrs. and I were watching this uh, maybe last episode. Uh, this is not the 1994 miniseries. No, no, no. Although that is something to watch, I will say. It is a thing that can be watched. <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee... Uh, you know what? I was going to try to go, uh, do what I said before and, uh, go into my email and type in the stand. I'll do, excuse me. I'll do it. Although uh, I feel like I might get too many results. The stand. All right. So f episode five twenty seven. Nope. Corner CC sponsor of the stand by Stephen King. Oh, <laughs> uh, the stand by Stephen King was a sponsor for a cleanup conversation in which I uh, talk about the coronavirus. That's a little bleak. And uh, then going back. Okay. Maybe I didn't, uh, maybe my watching of the stand miniseries predates, uh, the podcast, which started in 2012, which is distinctly possible. Uh, you know what? I feel like it deserves a, uh, a, a rewatch. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably do that at some point now that I've watched this, uh, now that I'm reading the book, uh, 
probably a rewatch of the uh, original, not great to be honest, uh, miniseries is in order. So, you know, look forward to that, question mark. Yeah, so uh, this is, of course, based on the Stephen King novel, The Stand, which is uh, of his novels, one of my favorites. I don't know if it is my favorite. Uh, I think maybe the Dark Tower series, just that sort of taken as a whole, would push the stand out of the way. But individually, maybe? I don't know. I, I, I do enjoy a Stephen King. Uh, I, I know uh, I, I've heard him in interviews, or maybe it was just in the prologue of this book, actually. the uh, Not the prologue, the, the foreword. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he spoke of how uh, quite often people will uh, sort of come up to him and say that The Stand is their favorite novel. He says sort of universally that that seems to be the case more often than not, whereas for him it is not his favorite novel, which is, is sort of... Uh, would you be disappointed, I wonder? I feel like you'd have to be. Like, uh, if, if, if you wrote, you know, 20 books and had one that was your favorite, wouldn't you want that to be everyone's favorite, uh, at least on some level? I assume you would. Uh, you know what, let's just check while we're looking. So this was nine episodes. The original... <laughs> Six million budget. How many episodes was the original? Four. Okay, so I might explain it a little bit as well. They had more, uh, more time to flush out uh, an incredibly long, you know, thousand page book, uh, even nine episodes, the amount of that was sort of cut out is, uh, surprising. Uh, I, I haven't, uh, sort of fully flushed out, uh, the differences yet between, uh, the book and this new miniseries, but I know, uh, even from being, I think I'm like 300 pages in or something like that, the differences are, are, are quite, quite a much, but all that being said, and I'm not one who usually cares, uh, uh, about a intellectual property uh, moving from one uh, media to another, uh, exactly duplicating what is in one and in the other, because you shouldn't, I don't think, almost. Uh, 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 the, the, the difference in medium, uh, uh, the medium is a message, as a, a famous Canadian whose name I can't remember once said. Huh? Uh, we've got uh, James Marsden, Odessa Young, we got uh, Whoopi Goldborg, or Whoopi if you prefer, uh, Greg Kinnear's in here. Uh, the people who they chose for their respective roles, I think, uh, was, was spot on. Um, whoever's, in, whoever was in charge of that. Good job. Pat yourself on the back. Uh, this is a Amazon created, uh, uh episodes run between 49 and 65 minutes. I see. And, uh, rating wise, I think I gotta go like a, do, do I go five? Not quite a five. Yeah, uh, four point five and some other numbers going off into the distance, into the dark, dark distance. Uh, yeah, I think if you're unfamiliar uh, with the stand, uh, <laughs> it's funny because man, I'm getting a lot of uh, uh, uncle action in this. Episode. I just as the pandemic was starting, I uh, my uncle asked for a, a book to read because I got a you know a somewhat decent library, and I asked if he had ever read The Stands just because that's one of my favorite books. So right as the pandemic was starting, he read The Stand, which is maybe not uh, totally 
uh, uh, recommended because it has to deal with a, you know, a worldwide pandemic that kills all but a handful of humanity. Um, humanity that seems to mystically, I, I suppose we have to assume, uh, mystically be sort of uh, uh, either good or evil. Uh, the good end up in uh, a Boulder, Colorado. The evil end up in, uh, you know what? It should have been... Uh, Florida, but no, uh, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. I suppose that makes sense as well. Uh, and you needed them to be, uh, somewhat close, uh, for, you know, story purposes. Um, and then, uh, uh, the sort of, uh, how that happened, uh, the build up to that, the, the, the travel, the, 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 all that. And then the, uh, the, the ultimate fight between good and evil as you do. Um, yeah, I guess what more is there to say about the stand to the 2020 miniseries other than uh, I do recommend that you watch it. Hmm. Game Gavin. Today's Game Gavin sponsor is Coleman Brand Kerosene. Thank you from that sponsorship all right we're talking uh torchlight three. Oh, oh, you know what okay let's see if i've done the other two torchlights since we're doing this torch light uh, 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 torchlight three thank you for your steam for okay maybe i didn't uh i did play the other two uh, maybe it fell in that time. Maybe they were from before podcast times. BPT for podcast times. Yeah. Uh, it is a, a fun series, uh, reminiscent of your uh, Diablos. It is a dungeon crawler. Uh, uh, and basically you uh, choose a, a character of uh, four, I think, choices there were. Oh, yeah. You know what? If I was smart, I would have written down which one I chose, but I did not. Um, and that sort of speaks to probably where my review is headed in general in that uh, I, 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 it, it didn't grab me. I kind of just didn't care. I only played for, well, you know what? I probably played for like 10 hours, but uh, it reached a point where it was sort of feeling of uh, same old, same old. Um, you know, you're, you're using your abilities. I, I had one, uh, uh, my character focused on ranged and poison. Uh, which was kind of cool. So uh, I would like, you know, summon spiders and uh, beautiful to behold the game is sort of a somewhat cartoony style, but not, uh, not, not too, too much. Uh, the baddies, uh, something that happens in games like this quite often is they'll be uh, start to get repetitive, but then maybe they will be different colors or they'll just be harder and that'll be their way of sort of progressing, quote unquote. Um, there's a, some base building where you have your own little base that you can sort of add things onto, which I like, uh, you, you know what, there's nothing really about this that I disliked other than the fact that it's sort of just got to the point where uh, I saw, I had a, you know, other games waiting to be played that looked more exciting, uh, which is quite often the bane of uh, having a Steam account. Uh, in fact, the game I'm playing like right now, I, I, I will say that I'm glad that I moved on because I'm playing uh, oh shit, uh, Titanfall 2, uh, which is really incredible uh, and really exciting, whereas this was just sort of fun, a little less fun, 
kind of boring. Man, I want to play something else. This is sort of my my progression. So, uh, do I give it a three with that in mind? Because I did have enjoyment while playing. It's just the odds of me, you know, installing Torchlight three again seems very unlikely. So uh, a three seems accurate. It seems accurate. Um, makes me a little worried about Baldur's Gate three. If I fall into that sort of same uh, that same sinkhole of uh, fun at first, but then slowly waning, I feel like no, it's not gonna happen. You know what I'm debating with that as well. Uh, once it's out of its uh, beta, uh, early access, or whatever they're calling it, um, like uh, longtime listeners, again, if such a thing exists, will know I will ninety some odd percent of the time. Uh, be, you know, watching a movie while playing whatever game I'm playing or, uh, you know, have a television show or a podcast on the background while I'm playing a game. I'm debating with Baldur's Gate 3 just because of what uh, 1 and 2 meant to me that maybe I will just play the game and just focus on that. <laughs> we'll see. You know, play that by ear. Uh, definitely at first, uh, as I get on the story, that's the plan. Uh, and we'll see if I can, you know, keep up with it i suppose all right <coughs> excuse me <coughs> uh all right let's open this up and push the final button <laughs> charlie charlie bit me internet intercourse i like turtles Today's internet intercourse sponsor is the Taco Bell Chaluburi Akorita Wrap. Thank you for that sponsorship. Item the first in this internet intercourse is uh, something that you could kind of say. It's like one of the reasons uh, the internet exists and not all of it is bad. Ooh, it is the 25-hour. Why 25? Why not 24? 25-hour charity marathon. You know what I almost feel like? 23-hour marathon would be funner, uh, funnier, more funny, even. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the Doughboys, Mitch and Nick, did a, a charity marathon on Twitch, uh, of which I watched the majority. Um, I didn't watch it all live, although I did watch probably, I don't know, maybe five hours uh, here and there live, but then I went back. And sort of uh, skimmed through and watched uh, a, a, f a fair chunk of the rest of it. Just because it was, uh, you know, a goddamn delight. Uh, uh, Doughboy is one of my favorite podcasts. One of the uh, uh, few of the dozens that I'm subscribed to where I just religiously listen to every single episode. Um, uh, so, the fact that I'm getting twi <laughs> 25 hours of that entertainment, or something similar to... Um, it was just, uh, it was amazing. Uh, also for a good cause. It was for, I even wrote this down, which sometimes I don't, uh, uh, restaurant workers, uh, CF. So, uh, uh they raised over $185,000. Actually, they raised over $200,000 because, uh, uh, Mitch and Nick were going to add, uh, uh 10% on, or was it 20% on to the final total enough to get them over 200,000. So pretty incredible. Uh, the array of guests is more than I can name. 
so I'm not going to. Uh, they started out the stream with just sort of a, a traditional, quote-unquote, uh, Doughboys episode of a review of Taco Bell. Uh, and they ended with a sort of traditional, quote-unquote, review of Taco Bell. Uh, uh, the first uh, episode had uh, Carl Tart and Christine Nangle. Uh, they were a delight. And then you had, jeez, the, 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 the ending, the closing episode there with uh, Arden Marine, which I say fast because sometimes I feel like I get her last name wrong, despite her being a goddamn delight. Uh, and also Paul F. Tompkins and Judge John Hodgman. Wait, didn't we talk about Judge? Oh, no, we're going to. Uh, yeah, uh, and Judge John Hodman. Uh, so just podcast titans in that episode. And uh, Arden, she's quickly moving into, uh, you know, among my favorite uh, Doughboys guests. She she takes it very seriously, um, but is also a, a, a just a delight and uh, seemingly a little insane and just, just lovely. Love her. Um, so they played some games. Uh, they did some things that people do on streams. You know, there was a bit of a walkabout for Mitch or a driveabout as he uh, went to get some food. And uh, there was a, a long stretch there where you could uh, watch him sleep, should you so desire. Some game playing. Um, just an incredible internet-y thing that also was for a good cause. So, you know. I don't know if you could check it out now. Probably a little too late. There'll, there'll be clips online, uh, I am sure. Uh, moving on to the Adventure Zone Season 4 trailer. Yes, exciting news. In fact, uh, I just started um, about 20 minutes into the uh, first episode of that Season 4, the prologue, where they're sort of doing some world, world building, which is pretty fascinating. Uh, I'm excited for this and nervous because the Adventure Zone, the sort of a, a first season, a first arc, balance arc, was one of the reasons that I DM. Uh, it, it was one of the, the, the things that pushed me into uh, um, really sort of buckling down and trying to find people to play D&D with was that. So uh, uh, it, it's something that uh, I, I re-listened to. I went back from the very beginning, one of the very few podcasts that I've done so well. Uh, with and uh, just an incredible story told uh, through the medium of a D&D actual play podcast. So uh, season two and three and some of the in-between bits that I tried to love uh, and kind of did not, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it, it's sort of an extra layer of, uh, of sadness. It's not there. It's not them. It's me. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's just, they didn't quite pull me in. Uh, I think one of the things that will help is, uh, Griffin is uh, heading back to the DM chair, which he, he DM'd the first. And also they're going to be returning to, uh, D and D five E, which they've done some, uh, some other styles of games, some other, uh, systems of games, which, uh, uh, some, for, just for some reason, I, I almost can't put my finger on it. Um, uh, <laughs> see, I'm trying to uh, pussyfoot around. It's just I just don't like them as much. Yeah, period. Full stop. They're not going to hear this, right? Right. Um. Uh. This twenty minutes into the first uh, sort of prologue of the season four has me a little bit worried, just because 
the amount of uh, uh, world building and sort of lore jammed into the first five minutes was so thick that I, I couldn't penetrate it. Uh, so I'm hoping that sort of thins out a bit. Uh, and, and they just let a story happen rather than... Uh, like it, I think that's one of the reasons that I love the first one so much is, is they kind of didn't know what they were doing. And it just sort of flowed, and what happened happened. Uh, towards the end, it developed a, uh, more, but, uh, you know, I, I like it like that, as opposed to this sort of... Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll definitely talk about Adventure, for, uh, Adventure Zone Season 4 as it progresses. I can almost guarantee you moving on to Shooting the Breeze, B-R-I-E-Z, as in Briggy. The Cheese, Episode 2, with the aforementioned Judge John Hodgman, as well as my fellow Jordan underscore in the form of Jordan underscore Morris, who uh, just a huge, huge fan of both of these individuals. And for the Max Fun Drive, which is from my perspective, here you go, further behind the scenes action, is happening right now. Um, <laughs> this is a fucking... <laughs> this is a podcast about cheese. Uh-huh. That's what it's about. And somehow it's a, a delight. It's just these two two dudes who, uh, uh, you know, it, it probably helps that uh, we seemingly have a lot in common, uh, up to and including a love of cheese and comedy. Uh, <laughs> talking about fucking cheese for an hour. Uh, somewhat earnestly, uh, <laughs> but not always. Um, and I bring it back here because it's the internet and these are the things that make it up. Uh, so, uh, I highly recommend that, uh, last but not least, oh yeah, we went down a rabbit hole every once in a while. I'll, I'll bring back a rabbit hole that I went down, uh, which is sort of perfect, uh, internet intercourse fodder. Uh, this one comes in the form of, uh, uh, two Twitch streamers who I had up until this point had never heard of. Almost don't really know how it came across my, uh, uh, my bow, but I'm glad it did. Uh, it's in the f uh, form of Sfand and Ginny. Uh, is that his name? Why did I think there was an R in there? Uh, hmm. Anyways, uh, Sfand and Ginny, uh, I think Sfand does World of Warcraft streams and Ginny, uh, I'm not sure if she does game. I actually have never seen her do actual games, just more sort of a life streams, general chat, you could say. And I'm probably not getting the whole story and, uh, but it was sort of fascinating to see the development of this relationship where seemingly this guy has sort of a house somewhere in the U S and then this girl comes over from South Korea, uh, and just sort of moves in. It almost felt like, like wasn't even asked, just said, I'm moving in. And then this, uh, a streamer, uh, on stream, off stream relationship seemingly develops, uh, it feels like uh, he was uh, friend zoned, if I had to guess. Uh, like, I didn't, uh, I don't necessarily think it was a uh, romantic relationship between the two. However, uh, it, it did have that sort of, oh, I hope it is, though. Like, uh, that sort of a uh, uh, Ross and Rachel, uh, Sam and Diane, a little uh, slightly antagonistic for c comedic purposes, seemingly. Um, relationship where you hope that they end up together. Uh, although I think, uh, when I hit the sort of end of this rabbit hole, 
uh, eventually I just Googled, like, are they together? And sadly, so, so sadly, they are not. Mm. Just was not meant to be, apparently. Although, it felt like it was meant to be, which is what makes it so sad. Uh, as fond and Jimmy, Jenny, uh, I, I hope that there exists a universe, a dimension in which you did end up together. That is my, my hope and my desire. Folks, 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 <sighs> have to do some D&D prep now, but we did it. This is officially an episode somehow, some way. Yay. It's nice. To be nice. To the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean... But you can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper